0: Hey, welcome back to the Fort Dodge Leadership Podcast. I'm Nathan Lawrence, and I'm joined here today by Kyle Dana, Brittany Grimm. Welcome back, guys. It's It's been I a long know. time since I've been on <laughs> a podcast, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: interesting we're talking about friends on yeah. this one, and I just finally got invited back. So Yeah,
0: there's no coincidence there. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we are talking about friends today. So uh, the title of this episode is Why can't we be friends? Um, (laughs) I I, I don't know. This is something that uh, is so prevalent in our culture Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And at first we had talked about this topic, like, man, we really should focus on relationships in some way and um, make it practical. And then we realized, like, it was a big enough topic that we actually wanted to build on it. Yeah. So this will be one of a few episodes here where we want to talk about different relationships in our world. Um, So... Yeah, right now here today, we're going to talk about friendships, um, as opposed to family or marriage or things like that. But, uh, the friends that we try to, um, just the friendships we try to maintain and manage and, and, uh, and build in our lives and what are the barriers that we experience? And that's, and hopefully we'll have some real practical, actionable things about how to, uh, increase the, the number and the quality of friendships that, because we need that, um. So that's where we're headed today. Uh, so first, we're going to talk about, like, what does get in the way? What is the problem uh, in in terms of, like, trying to build friendships? So uh, go ahead. Wh- fire yeah. away. What are the, some of the things that we've experienced?
1: I mean, to, to generalize, generalize a little bit of what we were talking about uh, in, in one key category, but it's me. I mean, I we, the, the, <laughs> like, we can I'm get the in prob- the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, w- we too easily can put other people at fault or responsible for the lack of a relationship or a broken relationship or a struggling one, but more than likely uh, we're we're missing the role and responsibility we have. So I think that's, I mean, that's a a baseline that we can't ignore Mm -hmm. when it comes to relationships. We have the plain and simple. We have responsibility in the relationship. Yeah. Um, Relationships aren't even 50, 50. It's a hundred, hundred. You know, we 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 all have equal responsibility. It's not I have fifty percent of the responsibility, one hundred percent. No, I'm a hundred percent responsible for this relationship, and how am I coming to the table in that? Hmm. So the moment we ignore that, I think that starts to starts to get broken, or the opportunity to heal or get healthier struggles.
0: Yeah,
2: um, I think it takes like a problem we have is being intentional, um, and because of busyness and things that can distract us, it can just it takes intentionality to have uh, good friendships, and That can, it takes, it can just be hard to Mm -hmm. like choose to take that step.
0: Like when you're a kid or even my experience in college, uh, friendships could be a little bit accidental. You just bump into people in the classroom, in the cafeteria, around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And like you just cling to each other automatically. But yeah, when you're an adult and you have your own family and your own Mm -hmm. house... Um, you're paying your own bill you have to go to yeah, work yeah exactly <laughs> you know you have responsibility none of it's gonna it's happen accidentally i mean or I mean, it can but it's rare yeah it's worth
2: fighting for but it can be sometimes easier to just i'm just gonna stay home i'm just gonna be in my yeah. in my bubble yeah i think something else that can be a hindrance or a problem is our own insecurities and fears yeah um so we can just be fearful that like i have this personality or i'm not lovable or i'm not worth this or what yeah. if they don't like me or what if they reject me? Like just so many things that can go through our minds that right. can prevent us from taking that step.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So many lies we can believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and just
1: the vulnerability that relationships require, you know, we, the, the more you grow with somebody um, or somebody's, the more, the more likely you are to find out things about them and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those things require us uh, or should prompt us to have crucial conversations or provide some feedback or, or celebrate. sometimes we don't even know how to do that. We don't know how to celebrate yeah. well, somebody else. And it, it just becomes an obstacle. It, mm-hmm. it can get in the way pretty, pretty simply.
0: Yeah.
2: Another problem that we can struggle with is just to build deeper relationships. There's our inability to deal with conflict mm. and that is a skill to learn. I feel like sometimes it's easier to just walk away from a friendship And try to start over again, but if we're not willing to go past that barrier, because there's conflict in all relationships. And if we're not willing to work through that, we're not going to get those deep, those deep close friendships that we, that we crave.
1: Well, that baggage goes with you, you know, I mean, if there, if there's something we can easily, again, I think that comes back to that me piece. We we can think it's just that other person, Mm -hmm. but the next time we find something in somebody else that needs, that needs to be pointed out, or we're just in conflict with somebody else and we're avoiding it and we're just going to break off that relationship. We're not just carrying that broken bag, that, that broken relationship baggage. We're carrying the baggage of wh- what is inside of me that makes me enable, you know, that makes me refuse, makes
0: me run away from dealing with that, that mm-hmm. conflict. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes we can start a relationship and everything's fine because yeah. we haven't had a conflict yet. Yep. It, yeah. We have some sort of common interest and things are flowing, yep. but then something's going to happen where yeah. intentional or unintentional offense creeps up. Yep. And if we're not able to face that head on, deal with it. Yep yeah that we're gonna we're gonna lose that friendship, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. I think some of us have trouble building the friendship in the first place some of us have difficulty maintaining the friendship yeah
2: and get them deeper
0: yeah yeah plus yeah. we live in a really digital society right mm-hmm. so uh we had a sermon about this recently that we're increasingly isolated we're uh we have this box of entertainment in our pocket at mm-hmm. any point, so when we wanna numb out uh at the end of a day or something we turn to our our phones or scrolling through like the pictures of our friends rather Mm -hmm. than really engaging with our friends. Yeah. Uh, My problem with building friendships is just like not, you know, well, okay, there's a lot, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I tend to be more introverted. I'm also very focused task oriented, like, um, getting things done and it's really hard for me to prioritize. I feel like I'm deprioritizing something else let's say it's something I need to get done for ministry or deprioritizing my family Mm -hmm. to carve out and say, no, I'm going to go do something with friends or I'm going to engage with friends right now. And it's really hard for me to actually do that. That's like um, maybe this would be a good way to encapsulate all of what we've been saying about the problem. Uh, We found this meme in researching (laughs) this podcast and uh, you can't see it, but it's just Jesus with his 12 disciples and, Like, it says, nobody talks about Jesus' miracle of having 12 close friends in his 30s. (laughs) And I think that's really true. I mean, Jesus modeled friendship as the core of of his ministry strategy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we often do that as leaders, as the church.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And and if we want to go even just a step farther in that, uh, they were a group of knuckleheads. You know, it wasn't like they they always... they always agreed with Jesus they were always on his side.
2: They were different personalities yeah
1: th- different totally. backgrounds, different personalities you know um, and yet he called all of them friend mm-hmm. yeah you know he, he, up to the up to the point to the one that, that betrayed him
0: yeah you know so so there's a resource that uh, that Brittany you've read yeah. and uh, a number of people in our church have gone through it's by Jenny Allen you want to tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. So she wrote a book called find your people and there's also a corresponding study that goes with it. And so my small group actually went through this, mm. um, about, I want to say about a year ago. Mm. It was re- it's a very, very good book that I highly recommend, but she talks about basically how to find your people. Like how do you, a practical guide of how you can do that. And it's, it's awesome. Some of the things she talks about as far as what you to look for in a friend, but also to be yourself is somebody who is available somebody who is humble and somebody who is transparent hmm. and okay. so, so with the, like, say
0: those one more time so yeah. everyone's capturing them
2: so, so to build so somebody who's available so that means like uh, taking time to like maybe to reach out to taking time to be mm-hmm. available yourself but also to reach out and being somebody that if somebody reaches out to you and says hey do you want to go for coffee being somebody who can be available. Sure. Not, not that that has to be every single time, but yeah. Um, and then the second one was being humble. So being unafraid to tell you if they hurt you. And then also for you to be able to do that same in return. Mm. And that can be really hard. <laughs> it can be one that's mm-hmm. very hard to do and easier said than done. Um, and then being transparent. I feel like this is one that I personally is the one that I have the most growth edge and it's hard for me to be truly transparent about who I am as a person. Um, Mm. and so that's something that I and my closest friends I've grown, I've had to grow in that. And I've realized like, Oh, this is what it takes to get to that, Mm. to get to that next level. But somebody who's being willing to say the hard things to be truly vulnerable and to know, um, what's going on with them for real, Mm -hmm. not just what is on the outside.
0: I'm seeing that. And like none of those things come naturally to me. Mm. Um, so like What does she say to a person like me? Yeah. (laughs) Help me, help me find a friend. That's really what I'm (laughs) asking right now. (laughs) And I
2: really like how she mentions this. She's like, it's most likely this isn't just all supernatural to all of us. We all have our growth Mm -hmm. edges, Mm -hmm. but she said, this is something that we can choose to grow in and we can choose to become. Yeah. Like we can choose to be a good friend and we can choose to have these qualities.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's something to prioritize that it's worth it.
2: In order to find a good friend, you're going to have to be a good friend yeah. yourself and have those.
1: Well, I, I just think of, uh, you know, what we've, many of us have heard Pastor John Fuller say multiple times, that hey, if it's not on your calendar, it's not going to be a priority. And I think that availability, you know, Nathan, just yeah. going back to what you said about being a kid, even being in college, yeah, our workload changes, uh, you know, with our, uh, with our uh, studies or that season of life that we're in, it, it starts to shift, but still like, many of us aren't married yet or we're we're newly married maybe at that point um of of life and and so just like the uh, the demands the requires of the world haven't hit us yet and so it seems like yeah we're just we're just more available you know if, mm-hmm. especially if we're in college just walking across a dorm or in a backyard and let's go play kickball or you know we're going to the pool, what whatever we're doing as we're mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. that changes and we have to prioritize we, we have to make that time and i think yeah. honestly even as um a guy that enjoys adventure and not sitting down and and kind of being busy but bu- busyness for me doesn't always mean work it's just like just not being idle mm-hmm. that's that's an area that I struggle in it's mm-hmm. just making myself available f- and and saying hey on this day at this time I'm doing this yeah I'm hanging out with so- and so or we're gonna we're gonna have these people over for supper or whatever it's just hard and because it, it's work. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and a lot of times that competes for me personally, it competes with all the other work that I have to do. And, and it's just an internal battle that I play then because then I go, man, I'm, I'm kind of lonely. Um, or I, I, I desire more in this area of my life, but the battle inside of me, I'm not making the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's it's not a priority.
2: And something else she talks about in the book is about like, she calls it like the funnel or she draws circles there's different Mm -hmm. um, drawings in the book. But so you have like your, in the outer circle is, are your acquaintances. So this is like anybody you literally know. Sure. So that's a lot of people that can be a big, big number. Mm -hmm. And then from there, she goes, a lot of people want to skip the next level because we all want to have, which is in the middle the inner circle. And that is like your two to five close friends. And that takes all these things we are talking about, you know, availability and humility and and it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do anything to skip the amount of hours it takes to invest, to get to that inner circle. Sure. But then but in the middle of there is your village. And so these are people that you are seeing on a somewhat regular basis. You're connected with them. They are friends, but they're not in that like inner circle. So she talks about like, we.
0: Well, let me capture that real quick yeah. just to, cause visually. Yeah. So you got three concentric circles. The yeah. outermost is just acquaintances, everybody. Yeah. Then the next one, a little village. tighter in, is your village, which is
2: it could it can range in number, and she talks about different numbers, but fifty ish, mm-hmm. seven, you know, it can be. It depends on what you and in what, our situation is. What a would bigger, just as
0: someone who didn't read the book, how what changes someone from being an acquaintance to a villager? Yeah,
2: so like, um, she talks about having somebody who are you're consistently interconnected with them. Okay, so, so, so it'll
1: probably turn into like more of your neighbors. Yeah, you people know, people.
2: That see on a somewhat regular basis see at church see at church see yeah your lives you work with them you
1: yeah your lives are just crossing paths but they're intermingling a little bit more even
2: the small group people i mean i feel like that's a sure your village is i mean there's gonna be people in your village who are also in that Mm -hmm. yeah um
0: so then the innermost circle we could call it the inner circle two to five people that you really share everything with
2: and she says you know it's we all want that to be like 30 people, but it's, we're not going to, it's impossible. Not it's not realistic to have that yeah. super close relationship with mm-hmm. a 2 a.m. friend. Yeah. Something that she mentions is like somebody yeah. that you can call at 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And Jesus had this, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he ministered to everybody. He had his 12, yes. he had, he had 72 actually who were like, yeah, like yeah. in his crowd. And in then and then he had 12 disciples and then he had the three disciples yeah. and then he had a best friend, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So three disciples that were closest and then one. Fr- yeah. You know yep. that he really spent the most time with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's modeling. Yes. Uh, how to how to do that. So, so the biggest thing you're saying that Jenny emphasized was like, don't skip the village. Yes. Invest time because from that village you're going to discover your inner circle. Yeah,
2: and and also she's like, it's not somebody. You're not trying to look for somebody who is exactly like you. You're not trying to look for a uh, best friend or whatever you would want to call it, something in inner circle that has this n- even necessarily the same interest as you fully diversity is good Mm. but you're looking for people who we mentioned like are available who are humble that's more important as you're looking to build that inner circle than somebody who is exactly like you
0: and and some of the things we noted as we prepared we were just talking about like you want to become the type of friend that someone else is looking for like if you're going to spark a new relationship Mm. you can't Mm -hmm. just hope that someone else is going to be nice to you like lead first yeah Um, we got to bring our healthy selves not just our (laughs) Don't you, you do need to be authentic, but don't bring your baggage into yeah. these relationships. Bring bring a healthy self and, and if like you Like work on
2: getting healthy yeah. as a person, as an individual. And that yeah.
0: will, that will feed into your yes. relationships as well. Yep. And also it's okay if relationships don't last forever. You, like yes. not every friend you have along the way is meant to be a friend for, for eternity. Life. Yeah. I mean I mean well, okay. In Christ. <laughs> but yeah. but not every day of your life you're gonna spend equal amount of times sure. with every mm-hmm. every person and then you um, just
2: think about growing up like you have high school, college, you get married, you move like it's normal to have f- friendships for a season. That's okay and healthy. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This also is true I think of the workplace because that's where a lot of us uh and I would say workplace and or ministry teams. Yeah. Sure. for mm-hmm. some of us that is kind of our workplace. How do these same principles apply just briefly in in the workplace?
1: all the areas of our relationships, they're gonna be very similar. Uh and, and, and I think that that can be another maybe if we want to go back to part of the problem, sometimes we can overcomplicate it. We can think that they they need to be they need to be drastically different or completely different. Um, but one of the things that like this team, uh, these relationships that we share here at Prairie Lakes, whether staff or uh, volunteers. Um, and, and we put it in a behavior that we call not too serious, mm-hmm. uh, w- uh and that shows up in how we joke with one another, uh, shows up in, uh, our creativity, you know, as, as we're dreaming about opportunities. Um, but I mean, like there's, there's plenty of times any one of us is the butt of a joke. Uh, it's in, it's in boundaries that are appropriate. Right. But, um, uh, another way of saying that's just ha- having fun together. Yeah,
0: yeah. cuz like sometimes in the workplace, you know, you're focused or maybe it's even a competitive environment depending yeah. on where you work. Yeah. Or um to people advance. are <laughs> in their different <laughs> silos, they're not like yep. they don't take time to like break out of the cubicle so to speak and yep. and get together with other people. But so you're saying like we have these if if you don't if you don't know as you're listening here, there there's yeah. seven staff behaviors that yeah. we champion at Prairie Lakes and one of those seven is not too serious, which yep. is code for, yeah, don't be the kind of person that's so serious and so like just closed up that yep. you can't joke and relax and have, and fun, have fun. And, yeah. and, and, I think and not that's be been easily a, offended. Not yeah. be not easily be offended. Be yeah. triggered and yeah, yeah. Because like being relaxed and fun-loving in this team, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a huge thing that we tap into a lot. Yeah, yeah. and makes us strong. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah. Uh, that's a a good thing, and and so if your ministry team, if your uh, workplace team, is a little too serious, a little too like just uptight, mm-hmm. um, try to break, try to be a leader and break yeah. out of that culture a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I think. I mean, some of these other ones that we we yeah. talked about, like inclusion, is huge, um, especially as a team. You uh, know, relationships expand. You got somebody new that is now in the workplace uh or or maybe even maybe they're not necessarily new but they're different you know you, they they might be more introverted than everybody else or yeah. they might be younger uh different season of life or older you know like but but there's a difference that kind of sets them apart um and they know it you know it uh and, and inclusion is huge uh, yeah. and and I think there's seasons that that happens uh there's just natural moments that that happens but but it's also something that just has to continue to to develop or stay the uh, has to be managed, has to maintain. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean it's it's no shock to anybody. Like I, I, I will easily be somebody that sits around a table and has something to say or the life of the party, the person that's leading the not too serious campaign. <laughs> mm. Uh and I and I have to work to back up and go, Hey, there's five, six, seven other people around this table, there's other voices, mm-hmm. there's other jokes, there's other ideas, there's other direction. Yeah. And so whether that's just giving people space to speak, um, or asking them Specifically, but th- that requires intentionality, internal yeah. and external. Mm-hmm.
0: It's reminding me of a quote. I'm re- I don't remember this guy's name, but he was in charge of the Association of Related Churches. It's kind of almost a denomination. Mm. Um, before he passed away, he was really influential. Uh, like Life Church, Craig Groeschel, it would have been the the guy, the head of his denomination. Mm. Um, and I remember hearing a quote from this guy, and he said that... Um, I don't remember the exact wording, but he talked about every day at work, he seeks to help other people succeed Mm. at their work. And, you know, you got to know that that guy had so many friends because like he was making his work to help others succeed. And just that outwardness I think is something we could all can emulate. Mm -hmm. Um, The Bible talks a lot about this. So uh, let's grab some verses and, uh, you know, any of us can grab uh, these, but yeah. what are some verses where God just lays out the importance and even some of the practicality of how to build friendships?
2: Um, I really like the uh, verse first, the verse first Thessalonians five eleven. Uh, I can't <laughs> yeah, say I can, it. Yeah. Say <laughs> <laughs> so like, Thessalonians it out, five times fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. And I, mm. I just love that because. I, something I try to do with my friendships and with my village is um, to encourage others. And I feel like we can easily become insecure. The enemy can fill our minds with things. yeah. And when we are choosing to focus on others and encourage them and build them up, it's can be hard. It's harder to let those voices in. Um, and so I, I do that. I try to encourage others. It can be easy to like think something positive about somebody, but not oh, actually yeah. say sure. it. And I think if, one of the ways I do that the most is in my marriage relationships. I might, I might think one relationship, I said t- ships, yeah. one thing I would might think of with Michael is like, Oh, he did this. I really respect that about him or I love that about him, but I don't actually verbalize it. Sure. Yeah. And so with friends, we can do the same thing. We think this thing, but we don't actually say it. And so sure. it can be so encouraging yeah. when we actually get if you, in the habit if of you saying think it, it,
0: say it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: That's so good. You know, Jesus happens to say something about relationships with, yeah. uh, you know, the first <laughs> yes. and greatest commandments, love, love the Lord your yeah. God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, yeah. and then love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, a, a neighbor is a, a friend, a neighbor mm-hmm. is a relationship, and, um, uh, you know, uh, we, we don't need to spend a ton of time mincing and dissecting what neighbor is. I think that's where we get in trouble, uh, really. Mm-hmm. So... If if Jesus says it's important, it's important. You know, we, we we should uh make a priority of this and uh the the strength of our relationships is gonna come out of our relationship with God. Yeah. The healthier we're in a relationship with him, the more that we're being intentional with him, the more likely we're gonna be healthier and intentional uh in, in our human relationships. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Absolutely. Well, he was all about friendship. Yeah. Like so John fifteen, yeah. he says, My command is this Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Mm -hmm. So, and later in that chapter, he says, I have called you friends. Maybe this is a a pretty overarching idea of why we're sharing this today. If we want to experience friendship with God, Mm -hmm. the way we're going to get a taste of that, of what it could be, is to have these smaller, almost like lowercase f friendships Mm -hmm. with one another. Yeah that teach us the, the what it's supposed to feel like to be friend to sure. be a friend of god mm-hmm. capital f friendship the friendship with jesus that like he came he became one of us he became a human to become our friends mm-hmm. and and
2: sacrificially loved.
0: yeah yeah sacrificially loved there was a song a while back like i'm a friend of god he calls me friend like whoa that is a mind-blowing yeah. truth yeah. Mm-hmm. and um so he he wants us to have friends because he wants us to get this sneak preview yep. of what his friendship with us is really like.
1: And he's constantly, I mean throughout the day he's constantly uh giving us nuggets, you know, um to to see that. I mean, he he's interrupting us with awe and wonder. It's our responsibility to notice it. But yeah. he's he's consistently <laughs> Writing notes or pointing out things that he yeah. appreciates about us mm-hmm. or the, the you know the, the things that we're mm-hmm. doing or what's going on or or, or, or even correcting us yeah. through the power of his spirit um and so i think that kind of leans in a little bit here as as we mm-hmm. uh pr- prepare to land this plane i guess yeah even just thinking about our little I was that word interrupt if God's consistently interrupting us and putting opportunities uh tr- trying to interrupt us with reminding us of the relationship that he desires that he does have with us and he desires to increase in us that's that's what that's what we need to do especially when it comes to our little Iowas we can we can be doing we could we, we can be in our little Iowas really well uh, but maybe not make time you know whether that's at mm-hmm. work or we see our neighbor but we don't shut the mower off or we sit in the same spot in the bleachers instead of moving around or interacting with the people that are around us yeah we have to interrupt our activity Mm-hmm. I, th- I think yeah. it's just a, a huge takeaway for me. Yeah.
0: Intentional. Yeah. Like we want, uh, we definitely want our churches to feel like places where you can build friendships. And that's a huge reason why people either stick or don't stick mm-hmm. at a church is uh, if they have true friends. Yeah. Um, But even more so, if we can like bring that friendship out into yeah, our world, out of the walls, out of the walls. And I love that. Shut off the mower and yeah, stop and, be, that that that's something i really struggle with is sure. being interruptible mm-hmm. yeah um asking for help when i need it yep. uh or or being a helper to someone so lord help us to um lay aside all the insecurities and fears and doubts and mm-hmm. lies we believe and and mm-hmm. replace it with that awesome reality that, that man if if god's my friend hmm. um why am i why am i afraid of of carving out time or taking the risk or turning off the lawnmower or whatever it is, um, to become a friend to someone else. And so Lord, may our friendships as a church and beyond these walls, uh, be strong and may they point to you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.